0: Hi, welcome to our Tuesday Three Minute Therapy podcast. I'm Dr. Michael Edelstein. I'm a clinical psychologist in private practice and author of four books. One is Three Minute Therapy, which is my website as well, 3minutetherapy.com. The word three is spelled out. Uh, my other One of my other books is Stage Fright, which I wrote with my co-author, Mick Berry, who just happens to be joining us. And Mick, you wanted to introduce this one.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. So Rational Emotive Behavioral Therapy began in the 50s by Albert Ellis, and he developed it over several years as he would discover things which worked with his clients. It precedes cognitive therapy, and it's based on the idea and the uh, observable fact that we disturb ourselves it's not the things that disturb us that it's not things that happen to us that make us disturb but it's the way that we think about them that makes us disturbed what else would you like to add michael
0: i'd like to uh, that's a very good uh, summary and uh, i'd like to add some illustrations And these are illustrations I've got from various places. One is uh, a book I was reading. The author said, after reading this, you may wonder how it made me feel. And as Mick is explaining, it didn't make you feel anything. You made yourself feel certain emotions about reading this. And it depended on what you were thinking, what you were telling yourself. Another uh, statement from a book is, my nerves had been completely fried by the drumbeat of bad news. So in other words, the bad news fried your nerves, but there's no magical connection between news and your emotions. What uh, fried your nerves was what you were telling yourself probably uh, this is awful. This is horrible. I can't stand it. Uh, s- statements like that. Another common one is just in one word. It's the word hangry. Hangry means when you're hungry, that makes you angry. And of course, again, if you're angry and hungry, it's what you tell yourself a bit about being hungry that makes you angry, like I must not be hungry, I have to eat, I can't stand feeling this way, this is awful. I tell some of my clients uh, who are losing weight, hunger is your friend, because if you feel hungry, that means you're not overeating, because if you're overeating, you'd feel stuffed, not hungry. So uh, these are some examples of how people do this. And if you listen to people speak or read what people write, you'll see this all the time. This is a misunderstanding that's existed through all history, uh, through all cultures, that situations cause our emotions. And that's not the way it works. And not only listen to people talking, listen to yourself talking, listen to yourself saying, uh, I'm stressed because of the deadline, or I'm worried about being able to pay the rent, or I'm depressed because my uh, I was fired. So uh, keep on listening to yourself and trying to correct yourself. When you say, I'm hangry, then say, what I mean is, I'm angry about being hungry because I'm telling myself it shouldn't be. Rick, did you want to add anything to that?
1: Well, I believe that we're then, we've launched into the topic of today's
0: podcast. Is that correct? Yes, that's the topic, misattribution.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, the situations don't cause us to be upset, but it's important to remember that as human beings, We have a proclivity to upset ourselves. This is something that is endemic to being human. And a lot of times I've seen people say, oh, no, I'm such an idiot because I make myself depressed. And they start making themselves upset about being depressed or depressed about being depressed. And I myself have done that. And the way to avert that is to remember that all human beings have a propensity and a tendency to think in self-defeating rather than self-helping ways so with rebt rational motive behavioral therapy we learn to think in self-helping ways and recognize when we think in self-defeating ways to correct those self-defeating thoughts into self-helping thoughts and to not put ourselves down for thinking that way but to accept oh I'm a human being like brushing your teeth. If you don't take care of your teeth, your teeth won't last. Same way we want to take care of our own mental health.
0: Yes. And uh, you could call this using, uh, taking care of your own mental health, mental floss um, and, uh, or, and rather than dental floss. And you can uh, use this mental floss by questioning, challenging, and contradicting your irrational beliefs, which usually are in the form of demands, must, should, supposed tos, and have tos. Because I prefer to do well, I absolutely must. Because I prefer you to treat me well, you must, you have to. And because I prefer life to go well, it must. So floss out those musts on a regular basis.
1: Right, and I'll also add, it takes practice, practice, practice. I've seen people give REBT five or 10 minutes worth of their time and then conclude this doesn't work. It takes practice, practice, practice. I myself have been doing it for decades, but I practice it daily. And throughout the day, I recognize when I make a demand, if I'm driving my car and somebody runs a stop sign, it's very easy for me to think, look at that rotten person how could they do such a thing well the answer to that is easily people do things that i don't like them to do it's important for me to take care of myself but not everybody is going to do what i want them to do and i'll often upset myself about it but i can correct that once i'm not out i'm out of the danger of them hitting my car and they're out of my life it's a waste of my time to Say, how could that person do that? Look at all the rotten drivers on the road. Not a good use of my time. Self-defeating behavior rather than saying, it's best for me to be careful because people make mistakes just like I do.
0: Yeah, and uh, you remind me of another aspect of this, Mick, and that is uh, global evaluations. There are no such thing as rotten people, so if you think, look at that rotten person because is driving is rotten, then you can remind yourself, he's just an imperfect human who acts imperfectly, as we all do. And no matter how imperfectly he acts, he never magically turns into a rotten person, a worthless worm, or a a horrible individual, just an imperfect human who acts imperfectly. Mick, did you want to have a final word here?
1: Well, I wanted to mention that There are no rotten people, theoretically. There are people that are most likely dangerous and have ingrained in themselves such bad social habits that it's best to remember, yes, there are no rotten people, but there are people that I had better be careful around for my own good. So... It, but we don't want to just conclude they're entirely bad that's their problem but if people are truly dangerous they end up in prison and that's probably a good place for them to be so people are protected from them but we don't just execute them in prison we try to let them have another chance
0: yeah and uh, I would add to that uh not only are there no rotten people theoretically There are no rotten people in reality. If you see people walking down the street, you don't see people uh, with a pitchfork or horns or a tail like the devil. There are no devils. They're just us humans who act devilishly.
1: Yeah, and I was just saying for practical purposes, we don't want to just think everybody is good to know, not true.
0: Yeah, and no one is good. Some people are good to know, some people are not good to know, but no one is all good or all bad.
1: But aren't there people that we decide are good to have in our life because they have habits and they have behavior and they're considerate to us, so we like to have them in our life? Yes, of course. Yes.
0: Okay, so uh, let's wrap it up here by asking you viewers to comment below if you have some thoughts about uh, this type of misattribution that everyone does. And uh, give us a thumbs up, a like, if you liked it, and suggest subjects for future uh, podcasts. Volunteer, if you'd like to be a guest. We've had a couple of guests. Donate to Patreon to help uh, support the 3-Minute Therapy podcast and subscribe to the podcast to stay on the rational side of life.